Oh boy. So uh, how are we starting this song? Is Sean, you going again? I'll do it again, I guess. Yeah, Alright, ready? Welcome to the second episode of Falcon. Listen up closely. And our special guest, Chris Radio. And that's his bald head getting smacked that's by the other bald head. Smacking his head. <laughs> it's all about bald heads well, on this podcast. <laughs> you told you that's to all, shave. That's the only reason we invited you, Chris. I shaved. I shaved. Told all of you to shave. That's the only reason we invited you, Chris. We uh, Felt bad for me? Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to go down. We have two balds here. so yeah. Big trouble. Let's all right. Headbutt war. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is episode two, just like I said. Um, this episode, we'll be talking about the results from uh, the UFC that happened over the weekend, UFC 214. Hell yeah. Jones. Great event. I was so hyped. Lived up to the hype, as crazy as that is. For once on a big UFC mm-hmm. card. I know. Yeah. Oh, my Definitely. God. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that a little later. We'll talk about the results, our predictions, and what went right, what went wrong. You know. Um, also, we'll get into NFL injuries, NFL news. All the good stuff. Uh, we're going to be also doing a segment where we list our top 10 QBs. Uh, this is just going into the 2017 season, who we think is in the best place to you know, lead their team to a deep run in the playoffs. Also, we got the MLB trade deadline. Got a interesting Yankees story behind there, I think. John, yeah, John. King has something yeah, to say about that. We'll get into the Yankees. Don't worry. <laughs> also, we got some NBA news and a news segment that will keep... Uh, little surprise we'll wait till that that'll be later in the show after that we'll talk about the ufc just like i said and a preview of the ufc fight night for this saturday but first we'll be talking about the top idiots of the week idiots of the week yeah smack his head smack it no, we're shaving. We're oh, shaving no, no, no. just so you guys are aware <laughs> we were talking for about 15 minutes and then sean told us what it was 15 minutes, and then I realized that. Let me check. Yes, we're recording now. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> yeah, we're solid. So, we, yeah. so Sean's getting his head shaved. We're nice here. and warmed up now. This is definitely going yeah, way better. Let's right? repeat. Yeah. Let's go. It's the first time you guys are hearing it. Right. Yeah, for real. Uh, let's list those top idiots of the week. All right, idiots of the week. Everybody likes this segment. The f- we're gonna go from our top three, three down. So our third idiot of the week is Mike uh, Evans. Yeah, it's gonna be Mike Evans. He told a reporter that. Odell should not be the highest paid player, even though he's facing the NFL. Like, I totally agree with what he's saying, but if you're a wide receiver, you should not be saying that. You should be, if I was his agent, I would slap him in his face. He makes sense, though. I no, mean, quarterback should be. No, it should be, but if you're a wide receiver, you're going to be like, Odell should be paid the highest. So That I agree with. So yeah. his pay his pay raise goes up, and then so does Mike Evans. Yeah, exactly. If every wide receiver should go bat right behind odell like whatever he says about getting paid money be like yep he deserves it yep best then i deserve it and then he deserves it and sells the seats exactly just lie lie until you deny ah. like he's correct qbs do deserve it but (laughs) it's done like you just gotta say like you know wide receivers it's about time they get a that's your pack, their pay. Exactly. Right. As your much pack. as you hate Odell and think whatever if about If I were him. a fullback, I'd be saying fullbacks deserve <laughs> to get paid the highest. For I real. mean, if it's a passing league and you're a star wide receiver, maybe maybe he's right. Yeah, Why not? He said Odell should be the top the highest, like paid the top, third, top three. third, yeah, top three receiver. But still, like you should be saying, nope, deserves more money than Locke, der- yep. deserves more than Carr, Flacco, mm-hmm. any of them. Yeah, it's no. not even. It's not even just. Uh, his agent that should be slapping him. If I was a rookie coming into the league oh. this year as a wide receiver, I'd be pissed. I'd be, if what I was the a, hell are you doing? If I was a, a yeah. veteran, I'd be saying it too. I'd be pissed. Yeah, well, yeah. 
I mean, when I first heard this story, the first thing that came to my mind was just that Mike Evans was going to comment on the con- on the contract talk of OBJ, and he's going to say how he should deserves more than OBJ because of the stats he put up last year. Yeah. But I mean, dude, back your brother up. Yeah, he was. That's big, your position. He's a big idiot. Yeah, yeah he is a big but idiot. That's what. That's what. If he were to get, let's say, a hundred million dollars, then say. Hey, I had better numbers than Odell, who just got a hundred million dollars. Right now, if Odell gets like seventy-five million dollars, yeah, it's a small amount to them, but it's a huge amount of money that he's missing out on now mm-hmm. because he was stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I personally do agree with the quarterbacks being no, the highest paid right. on that end. But if I'm Mike Evans, I'm backing up OBJ for being. Oh, you know, I, you're I a wide out. I That's think your... we went over this last week. We said the top paid positions should be quarterbacks. D-line, O-line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And then cornerbacks to me yeah. after that because – Like wide receivers, league. you could – if you have a good quarterback, you can make good wide receivers. Look at Tom Brady. He gets yep. nobody. Yep. Yeah, He's Mike winning Evans. Super Bowls with David Givens and Troy Brown. Yeah. Like offense and defense. Once they leave the Patriots besides like Wes Welker and maybe – and Randy Moss, like besides those two, like when they leave the Patriots, they're nothing. Number two. All right, number two, I will talk about Danilo Gallinari, who is a moron. <laughs> so, in a friendly matchup game that meant nothing against the Netherlands, he's playing for the Italian summer team. Uh, he punched a guy in the face, threw a right hook, broke his hand. That's crazy. Uh, so, he's just a total moron. The game means nothing. Apparently, he apologized and was remorseful when he talked to the head coach, and the head coach just wanted nothing to do with him at all. It was just like, you should be like smarter than that. You're 30 years old. Be a leader. Like. Get Did you say here, why like, he threw the punch or like what happened? Apparently he got into like a shoving match with like another player and then it escalated and he threw a right hook at the kid. <laughs> yeah. Apparently <laughs> he was hardcore. at the foul line. They were like kind of like trying to box each other out and like threw a couple elbows uh, and then like he just was like pissed off and just punched this guy. So yeah. you're telling me a former Nick punched something? <laughs> never happened before. No, that's never happened in, in Nick's history. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. think so. Normally they hit fires. Stoudemire just breaking his hand. Instead of his hand open. The, the thing with that is instead of getting out of a playoff game, you're getting out of a friendship game. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that makes you even stupider. Yeah, he's a you know, moron. He might just on a vacation, although he's in Italy. Yeah, already, but now so. he doesn't have to work, doesn't have to play. He's figured. He's used cl- to not playing. The Clippers lost Chris Paul. He didn't want to go back to Blake Griffin and DeAndre. Yeah. Figured he'd take a nice little break. <laughs> well, he has a break yeah. now. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got. he's been injured before. He probably got used to the vacation time, that's all. Sure and Clippers did. players always hurt. Yup, they are. <laughs> and the top biggest idiot of the week is Vontez Berfecht, linebacker on the Bengals. So, I know John didn't know this story, so I'll give him a recap as well as you guys. Yeah, please you didn't know do. About it, John? No, I have not. This is first. Okay. Giovanni Bernard tore his ACL last season. First playback. Live practice, Vontez Burford tackles him at his knees. He goes Go, low on goes low on his running back, recovering from a torn ACL. At least he's not biased, <laughs> and he goes low on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Teammate, yeah, yeah. opponent, Le'Veon Bell, enemy. Like, anyone that comes back from ACL Sorry, surgery, uh, Burford's like, here, welcome back, and just goes out. I wonder if he just like goes like handshake people. Like you know, you see someone, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. You handshake him if he just like. Grabs their ankles and starts tugging and pulling away. Helmet to the side of their knee. Like, like man, I wonder when, like, when he's not playing football, if he's just as big of a scumbag. Like, no, he's it's probably just a football thing. Dude, he's a bangle. He's Pac-Man an idiot, Jones. dude. This is what the segment's about. Like, <laughs> he's not thinking. You when you're, when you're in training camp, what you need to be focused on is getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's maybe making the team the best as possible. This and then beats our ass. Because he's a big dude. Well, if he, if he's listening. That'd be some sick publicity. No, he's not bald. 
He's not bold. He's, He's not bold. Oh, I've cursed here. What are you worried about? <laughs> the running back coach wasn't too pleased. Uh, Kyle Kasky's the running back coach, and apparently he ran over screaming at Burfecht, and then that's when all the players started like pushing and shoving like they normally. What do. would you think Did- if you were a fan? Like if I, I if I heard Cleo Mack took out Derek Carr's knee or yeah. took out his leg right after he broke it. I'd be so pissed, even mm-hmm. though I love Khalil Mack. Like, I would be bugging out. I'd be like, I love you, but you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, what why you would you do that? <laughs> like, why do you want to be on the foul play podcast segment? Like, yeah. <laughs> does he think that, like, Gio looks like Big Ben? Like, this doesn't make any sense, you know? Like, what are you doing? He's a moron. That's what he's doing. He's doing anything but thinking. Being the yeah. biggest idiot of the world. All right, before we get beat up by Perfect, we'll end the segment there. But I do want to put an honorable mention out here. I didn't tell you guys about this. Uh... This is my pick for uh, idiot of the week. Mm. He's not a, a sports star or anything. It's two chains. Oh, I love two chains. Titty boy. <laughs> Titty boy's the best. This is like last week actually. It was uh, literally just a week ago. It's uh, up rocks or no? It's double XL tweeted out uh, two chains literally breathing different air. This man is a legend. And it's here's a picture of him uh, breathing from a can of air that's canned from <laughs> the mountains. All right, dude. Yo, you're for all you guys I've listening. Seen videos of two chains trying like hundred thousand dollar water like well, he does this shit all the this time this is why it's like an honorable mention because the man can afford it and it's fucking badass but dude wait how much just go to the fucking cost? mountains and breathe the air you don't nah, need to have, have a dude, wait, wait, wait. I was a, I serious was, question oh, how I'm, much does this air cost yeah, that's it's, great it's air and he's he's paying for air i know you have money but you're paying for dude, air if i was rich as hell i would make people bring me air all the time i'd be like here <laughs> take a whiff bring me air yeah 100 pure rocky hey, mountain air hey chris before when i told you you know you made it when a former NFL quarterback likes your podcast, no, you know you made it when you have to pay for air. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Well, that is true. Honestly, you guys better hope that Two Chains hears this because you guys can make some serious money if you sell the air from a live podcast to Two Chains. Yeah. He breathes that. Two oh. Chains, we're big, mean, we're big fans. I have a dabbing Santa sweater. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to try this air now. Like, <laughs> I don't think is we this so much that. better than the air us poor people are? Hasn't said. I have a feeling it's just the same. I'm not positive on that. They just probably go in like the. They just probably thing. just have an empty jar and like smell this air too, chain. <laughs> Sprinkle some cinnamon in it or something. Yeah. Maybe um, we should just take a shit in the jar next yeah, time. Say like, like this is some grade A air, you know. But Uganda air. For all of you guys listening, we will definitely tweet that out to our Twitter. You can follow us at Foul Play Podcast. On Twitter, on Instagram, we go as foul underscore play underscore podcast. And we're also on Facebook. You guys can look us up. All this, we, everything that we post is going to be up there. Like, comment, and subscribe. Um, nice plug. Yep. Got to do it. Just, do it. I've been saying it all week, guys. Oh, yeah. I've been <laughs> yes, saying it all week. Has. Oh, yeah. It's, it's people but no, seriously, it. like, reach out to us on that stuff. Like, when you do listen, like, tell us, like, oh, I like this part. Or, like, so you don't like it. if we <laughs> list our top ten quarterbacks, List yours, like be like, oh, I can't believe you have Cam over this person. Like, better tell yet, us what you would do. Better yet, uh, if you see something stupid happen, you know, give oh, us yeah, a, yeah, definitely add us. Tag us, tag us in it, <laughs> yep. and that will happen on here. Just so you know, because we're all not the smartest. You'll get shouted out. <laughs> I was talking about like NFL players and. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah, no, that too. Because that was a clear example of not the smartest. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah true. Well, <laughs> speaking of not the smartest, I think John has a. I do have one. Of the week. I have a honorable, just like Sean. Yep. Didn't tell anybody, but I want to give a shout out to Lou Gonzalez. Although you did help us with this, you are on our Idiot of the Week segment because you can't spell beginning. Uh, B-E-G-I-N-N-I-N-G. There's two N's, bud. Just so you know for next time. You know, yeah. you know you're an idiot when John can spell and you can't. Yeah, dude, that is so true. I mean, 
Dude, I gotta have Liz back I'm here. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, he another thing is, so much. He didn't help us out. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> we no, can, we can figure out how to upload the fucking. None of you guys even noticed that it was spelled wrong until you guys. No, I didn't see it. You guys tweeted out. I'm like, you need to take that down immediately. It's it's a common. That is true. John's a fraud. Yeah, John's an idiot too. Like take that shit off. Let me ask you. When am I gonna have to sit there and reread a grown man's? I don't know, dude. Stuff. I just looked at it and I was like, well, I do it for you. It's we, beginning. You learn that in like... <laughs> Tensions are getting a little you, higher. Man. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're Fuck definitely you. getting a little higher. All so right. You, John, take us right, to so the So our idiots one. of the week now, Luke Gonzalez and John King. Okay. We'll, we'll get that next week. Get uh, what next John week? could be... Maybe we'll week, be like, on the list. That's what I'm saying. Uh, What's up next, John? the list. On ne- <laughs> so that, that's going to that's gonna wrap up idiot of the week. Um, Next thought that we got coming up is the NFL talk that we like to do so much. And... uh one top story that I'm going to get into first is uh, Sterling Shepard. Dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah, I guess Kidding. so. But he's not dead. He could uh, have been the idiot of the week, couldn't he? Yeah. Not yet. Actually, no. Week. Yeah. Sterling Shepard went down today at practice uh, tearing and crying. He was crying after rolling his ankle. Later on, knowing that he got diagnosed with a low ankle sprain. Not even a high <laughs> ankle sprain. Just a, like yeah, a like low, he rolled his ankle. ankle sprain. McAdoo, it was like a basketball roll of the ankle, right? Yeah, McAdoo came out and confirmed that this is like what a basketball player's injury would be. So are you a football player? I've done that a million times. I think everyone here has done that at least once. I never was even close to crying. Like, it hurts, yeah. It Dude, it hurts. Uh, it's the like, funniest thing oh in the world. Oh, my God, I need a cart. I need a... No hey, offense. My friend Chris here used to play football on a driveway, and I've I've seen this man roll his ankle in a 90-degree ankle, and he literally just goes, ow, and then we start cracking up laughing. It's, it's a one-second thing. Yeah. Like, I would never, ever start crying and be like, I need the cart. Bring that over here for me. I'm just ima- imagining you falling on the driveway. A little ambulance has to come up, get it, put it on the stretcher. I would absolutely love it. No, nah, he posted on his Instagram, Shepard, like, thank Thanking God and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah, thanking God I'm a big pussy. Like, <laughs> all thank right. God I'm only out eight plays. So we're good there. So the, he'll the shut down. Field. He'll shut down probably. Big sigh of relief for you guys. Yeah. yeah, no, it is. So all you Cowboy fans, including our oh, bald yeah. friend Chris, you guys can go shut the fuck up. Someone who didn't <laughs> get as lucky. I was happy, and then ten minutes later, I was sad again. <laughs> I wasn't happy. I'm an Eagles fan, as you guys know. I wasn't happy because like I don't really want to root for injuries. Like it does suck. Plus karma. That is but a bullshit like, lie. No, I mean, I even told Sal, like, take down your Facebook post. You're an asshole, like, karma, man. What did he post? What did he post? Is that a hot take? He posted making fun of Shepard and, like, doing, like, crying, like, faces and, like, all that. Like, oh, he's out for a year and all this shit when it first happened. Like, no, dude, Hmm. take that down. But, again, you're you're an Eagles fan. Yeah. I'm a Cowboys fan rooting for Giants injuries, just like they did with Tony Romo that is every true. single year. Well, hold that on. So we, didn't need, we didn't need to root for injuries because the injuries anyway. just came. And even if he didn't get if even if he didn't get hurt, his injuries a lot. Yeah, exactly. So I will root for giant injuries. That's true because I, I also never rooted for Romo to get hurt either, and I always back. Romo, even if so. he didn't get hurt, he still helped the Giants. I think everyone you know? has it backwards, and they say the Philly fans are scums, huh? Oh, yeah. oh man, those those Tony Romo memes are just too right. good. Though. Before we get into are, how giant fans funny. are scums and more scums than Cowboys and Eagles fans, which is totally not true, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Andrew Luck. I was going to do Fuller. Oh, you can do Fuller. All right, Will Fuller broke his collarbone today. He's going to be out indefinitely. Three to four months, I read. Uh, yeah, I read two to three. Months. Three to four months. So oh. pro- so so probably three. Three to four months. He yeah. broke his collarbone? You collarbone. Yeah. Fuck, that yeah. must hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. Sucks too. I wonder if he cried. Probably not. Probably not. He's probably, probably like, not. like oh. tougher than Sterling Shepard. <laughs> it's just a collarbone sprain, don't worry. Derek Carr bro- snapped his leg, and you're just like, he's just like, I broke, it's broke. It's broke. Yeah, he was mic'd up. He's like, it's broke. Get me off. Yeah. 
That was a great. That was a great video. I really, I did like that one. Twitter hashtag we, we could use, even though you guys are Giants fans, is things tougher than Sterling Shepard. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sean left. There we go. That I'm not. He's tougher than Sterling <laughs> Shepard. John didn't because yeah. he's not. <laughs> My wide receiver, man. <laughs> My wide receiver. What do we got? Luck next? You said AC. Oh, uh, yeah, luck. Uh, it was a uh, shoulder. Yeah, still lingering. Yeah, forever. He might have to get surgery. He's gonna start on the pup list. That's gonna be could be out for six weeks. Mm-hmm. I think that's his first time he could be eligible to return. Yeah, Damn. So they better hope that that he heals in time. Yeah, he's projected to do really good this season. Oh so yeah, <laughs> they better he's, hope he's I mean, ready. Not he's a great. shoulder. That's his problem. That's been his problem for what like he, two seasons. He play, yeah, he's a tough guy. He has no offensive line and. He just plays through these injuries, but I guess it must be nagging that bad if he had a whole off season and it's hurting this much. First lucky, now luck. Yeah. <laughs> lucky, now for luck. For real, yeah. it's a bad time to have a name luck. Yeah, yeah, it is. Is he is he out for six weeks starting preseason, so he'll come back week two? Pup, or... would, pup would work if you go on it. It's for starting for the first six weeks of the season, oh. not now. Oh, that's now horrible. means nothing. So yeah, they're saying horrible. first six games, possibly. Yeah, okay. yeah wow. first six yeah. games. You're missing more than a quarter of the season. That's big. Yeah. Especially for the Colts. Absolutely. Uh, the next football story that we got is how Cam Chancellor just got his nice extension. Did he really? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. What did he get? Was it uh, three years? Three years, like 35 uh, yeah, mil or something like that. I know, uh... Cam Chancellor's that getting paid. <laughs> That's good. Three year, thirty six million dollar extension. Three year, thirty five. I said three. I said, that was, that was I said three years. He right. said three. It was a combined. combined you're, off, you're off by one million, and you said million, right? You didn't yeah, say like I didn't say thousand. Three hundred and thirty five dollars. <laughs> so he's getting paid. He'll be a Seahawk for the next three years, which yeah. is deservingly so. He's been there. Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom. That's right. He really he he is my favorite player on the Seahawks. Uh, by far, he just the athleticism that he has and shows on the field is unbelievable he's a true throwback safety yes that just plays the right way and hits the right way oh, he yeah, doesn't even hard. really get flagged often for his hits they are clean hard hits it's it's a it's an ed reed comparison to, in my opinion i feel like he's more like a ronnie law he'll just fly around and smack the shit out of you absolutely i mean he's he's, he's oh, one of the best in the, in the league comparing him to great yeah legends yeah they, you can't go wrong yeah you really can't go wrong so cam chancellor's getting paid He'll be on the Seahawks wearing that uh, neon green and blue next year for the next three years. And now we're going to get into one of the big stories that's going on in today is uh, Colin Kaepernick. So, obviously, you know, if you don't need to listen to our podcast to know, but please do. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is still a free agent. He's been talked to about signing with the Ravens. And there's been talk that Harbaugh's been talking to him all summer, all winter, whatever you want to call it. The report that I got today is that how Harbaugh and G- the GM uh, Newsom, they want Kaepernick. They want to sign him, but they're saying that the, the owner is totally against it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because if you have a lot of people that pay big money for your seats, pay for your sponsorships, and they don't like them, and they pull their sponsorships, why would you do that? Why would you risk that much money, pay that much for a quarterback who's mediocre? He's going to be a backup, and he wants, what, $9 million? They're afraid of the backlash, and they're not – they don't think that the backlash is worth the production they'll get on the field no. if he's just they already had they already stuck their neck out for a player they stuck their pl- neck out for Ray Rice and look how that worked out for them. Yeah, I wonder how much really? uh, Jersey. Yeah, they were gonna they were gonna not say anything and then that video got leaked and then maybe they don't want to do it again. I wonder how much jersey sales go into his like oh, uh, his pitch are one like, of the when highest. he goes to see teams and like gets the interview or whatever he's gotta be saying you know my jersey sell baby. 
They do. That's, they do. He's definitely better he's selling got a, his jerseys than he's a quarterback. He's got a Super Bowl under his belt. He's been there. You know yeah, what he yeah, can yeah. do, but he's also not consistent. It's just, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I lost with this this whole topic. I really don't care about Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he's not my quarterback. <laughs> I think what he did was wrong, but I'm not getting into that. Hashtag not my QB. Not my QB. There <laughs> not you go. anyone's QB. QB's lives matter. I did read that they're interested in signing Aaron Murray, who's who is? former Georgia. Go Ra- dogs. The Ravens. Ravens. Go who dogs. Has never thrown an NFL pass, so a lot of people are mad about <laughs> that. Didn't they just as well. sign somebody from the, yeah. the Marina football? Yeah. yeah. So like, and his passing yards in college were negative two yards. What? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. I threw more passing yards I'm in better. college. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're all we, better. Yeah, we all. Was we zero. I couldn't tell you his name. So, Colin Kaepernick, we're going to wrap that one up. You guys decide. Let us know what you guys feel about it. Remember, hit us up on Twitter, at Foul Play Podcast. Um, I have a couple injury things. Sure. Nothing too too major, but um, Jordan Reed is still day-to-day with his toe and ankle. He uh, had a doctor checkup, so they said he's day-to-day, which I guess sounds better than you know bad news. He's going to be the number one receiver on that team, so they better get that fixed. Fire looks good, though, too. So Even though he's a tight end. You see that catch he had yesterday? That he one-handed? had a one-handed oh. end zone. It was nice. Uh, Marcus Wheaton, who's now on the Bears, is out two weeks with an appendectomy. A what? Appendectomy? What the hell's that? It's appendix. Uh, appendix. Yeah. Uh, okay. it's, it's not going to – he'll be back. What, do you get hit in the – No, it's just dis- when it ruptures. So yeah, appendicitis. Thing, so. okay. Yeah, appendicitis. So. Uh, we already tweeted this, but Jay Jai will be out one week with a concussion. Matt Forte is day-to-day with a tweaked hammy. Uh, Forrest Lamp, the offense line rookie on the Chargers, tore his ACL. He was carted off on the zone stretch play. The R-I-P. rookie? Yep. Did he Ooh. cry? Rookie? Probably not. All right. Look, can we get away from the crying here? <laughs> but he's Probably not, not. He's not the only rookie lineman to tear something. Uh, Ravens rookie offensive guard, Nico Saragusa, tore his ACL, MCL, and PCL. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> so, a lot of freaking yeah, L's. And man. that was when he was taking first team reps, so that's bad for their O-line. He literally took three L's on that one injury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that the Ravens are taking a lot of L's. Crockett Gilmore, their tight end, out for the year with MCL surgery. Rashad Perryman left practice with a hamstring injury. And then last week, Kenneth Dixon got hurt. Yeah, so. he's Jesus, out. Man. And yes. Joe Flacco's also injured, so the Ravens team is this. We're like we've been talking about camp. this a lot, and I want to get out of this soon. But like, this is week one of training camp, and yeah. all these fucking guys even, are injured already. This is the first day. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's ridiculous. like barely into it. And also, uh, did you see the Ravens O lineman John Urschel? He retired. I saw Brandon Albert on. Yeah, the, you're the guy that's the smartest, the smart guy on the Ravens. He has a PhD. He retired oh. from after the CTE study. <laughs> Why was he scared of CTE? No, he just he's he was smart enough to not have to play in the NFL. He could do anything else, and he oh, just continues is... pursuit of MIT PhD. Yeah, he said. He, yeah. Yeah, no, the guy, the guy's really smart. That's freaking awesome. Good for him. It, yeah, he retired. So he, he obviously you're gonna tell someone, oh yeah, you can suffer brain injury from it, and he's someone that's capable of getting another job, having his money. He's smart. He probably did something smart with his money, so yeah, if he doesn't need it. Why do it? That's that a pick of him. You pull up a pic of him. I wonder if he has hair. Oh, <laughs> he does seem like a smart guy, so he might not have hair. We'll he's got things. he's got hair. Oh. That's weird. One story. <laughs> one story I got that I wanted to bring up. Um, this is really because Cassini is a uh, Eagles fan and Chris is a Cowboys fan. Mm. But today at Eagles camp, we had a Cowboy fan walk in with his Dez jersey on. Mm-hmm. I saw this before he even gets. As soon as he gets to the gates, doesn't even walk into the training camp. Staff tells him he needs to leave or take off the jersey. Now, as a Cowboy, true loyal fan. 
He's not taking off the jersey. So he was escorted out. <laughs> they asked him, he asked why, and they replied with, it's team policy. So I don't know what's going on in Philly, but your team policy is that you can't wear another team's jersey. I understand. I understand. But they did reach out to the organ- the Eagles organization, uh, one Philadelphia news team, and the Eagles actually said it's not team policy. It's just common courtesy. Why are you telling him it's team policy if it's not? See, I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've never been to Philly, and I won't go wearing a Cowboys jersey because I've heard about – I've heard the rumors, what we were mentioning before, where they're the worst fans ever. I've heard those rumors. I'm not going to try to provoke that stuff. Maybe they're looking at it as, hey, let's try to avoid a situation. We don't need this, especially the first day. Mm-hmm. Why are we going to look bad in the media? Because you know they're going to blow up a story of a Cowboys fan getting jumped or whatever right. at the training camp. So, you know what? I think as a business aspect, that's a really smart choice. Like – it's not like he's wearing uh, a Rams jersey. It's not he's wearing one of the biggest rivals to that team's jersey. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just think, as a business aspect, very smart move. Because I don't have a problem with it because it's smart. He's just trying to get a reaction, right? Yeah, and that's he what he got. Yeah. He wanted what he got. See, I, it doesn't make sense because, like, I feel like you're bringing more media into this by telling him it's the team's policy. No, but there would be more media if he got his ass beat there. Yeah, it would 100%. be much. They'd be like Philly's gone. Typical Philly, blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah. Instead of this, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna save you all that. Just leave. We're taking. Hey, you're off. not gonna get jumped. You're just gonna leave." Right. <clears throat> so, well, right. <clears throat> I guess um, good job by the Eagles. Probably, probably a smart job there. Um, I just have a couple more NFL things just because we won't talk about them for a week. Um, Abdullah. Apparently, they claim that he's gonna be their featured back at 200 touches or more. Do you guys trust that or no? No, he'll get hurt. Absolutely I think, not. I think Riddick's a really good running back. I love Riddick. I feel Great like he. Catching. I don't. Yep. I feel like he doesn't get enough handoffs and. No, he should get more than Abdullah. Hands down. So does anybody here trust Abdullah? Nope. No. 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 Unanimous. No. Um, Latavius Murray's been hurt, and the Vikings teammates have raved about how Dalvin Cook has been impressive. So. Well, he was great in college. He was. I mean, I think they should just use Murray for goal line. Yep. He had. 10 plus TDs with you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Year, he so. just falls right into the end zone. Mm-hmm. So Cook big is body. looking good. Like any running back that goes to that Vikings team has big shoes to fill. And then I have news on three other running backs. All three coaches, three coaches for Zeke, Gurley, and Ingram have all said that they're going to get more involved in the passing game. Do you believe this or do you think that's just bullshit? Zeke, Gurley, and Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Uh, no. Zeke? Maybe for Zeke. Zeke. I don't probably. believe for the other two. Zeke, I could see. Yeah, because Dak can't throw the long ball, so he's going to get the short dump. <laughs> Why would they lie the about that, though? Because there's just something to say. Yeah, like so every you year, scout for them, you think differently, you think right. they're going to throw I'm it. I'm sure they want to. It's just if they drop one ball, it's another stunt for them. Todd Gurley's not doing it. They like don't have that, a quarterback. Yeah, but... Todd Gurley, like, you would think he'd get a lot of balls because they have no quarterback, so you'd think he'd try to get the ball out quick, but it's not like Gurley's a pass catcher. Yeah. So why now? Why in year three? Like, is it – are they actually – I'm talking more for, like, you guys are all going to play fantasy. Like, do you actually think these guys are going to get – Throwing the ball because mostly they're just run the ball and then come out on third downs. Like Ingram, he he's not normally out there. They have like Chavaris Cadet and other people. So <laughs> I think they think, think that they're going to get the ball. Do I think it's actually going to happen? Probably fifty we'll fifty. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right, so that's going to wrap up some of the news that we have in the NFL. Let's go into our uh, top ten quarterbacks. What do you guys think? Top ten quarterbacks of the season, right? Going Correct. forward yeah. of the season. So I think how we're going to do it is we're going to list our top tens. And then have Chris rank our top tens, and then he'll give oh, his own. 
and then, a lot of pressure for me. I mean, you come on. I got a bald head, though. I'm good. <laughs> I think you're good. We have paper towels in case off. it sweats. <laughs> I'll start off. Uh, I'm going to go 10 to 1. 10 was Philip Rivers. 9, Matt Stafford. 8, Derek Carr. 7, Jameis Winston. 6, Eli Manning. Ooh. 5, Andrew Luck. 4, Matt Ryan. 3, Ben Roethlisberger. 2, Aaron Rodgers. And 1, Tom Brady. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, though? I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you just kind of flew through it, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. I right. mean, like, uh, damn, Eli is six. Huh? Eli is six is way high. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really high. Yeah, that's not. No. John's kind of talking. Yeah, a little bias there, John. I mean, if you look at his like, I don't really care for like pro football focus and all that stuff, but he the last five years has just statistically gone down while his interceptions have gone up. Well. Let's he has hear. the most turnovers in the NFL the past four years. He gets rushed I mean, a lot. Kind of hard to put him. Yeah, over but some did of the their guys. line get any better? I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him this year, like as my quarterback. I'm just saying, I have six. him in my top ten, and uh, this is because I'm I'm thinking about the playoffs. Who's going to lead their team into the playoffs? Right. Obviously, like uh, someone like Dak Prescott. He's got a crazy team behind him. He, they're probably going to get into the playoffs, but I would probably list Eli higher than him. Okay, mm-hmm. but with that argument the only thing is you need your team to get to the playoffs like if you're using that as his, that's his plus in the playoffs so you're just you're going at this with your team these teams are going to the playoffs no 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 it's it's the qb's influence in getting them to the playoffs it's a mixture of both okay okay and eli's been there mm-hmm. and he's got two super bowl wins mm-hmm. and two mvps yeah, for, super for sure bowl. let's not get too much into eli but six is super high yeah, I agree. Six. I don't even think Gear would have him at six. <laughs> <laughs> all right, AC. Uh, AC, you want to go? Um. All right. So ten, I have Philip Rivers. Nine, Russell Wilson. Eight, Matt Stafford. Uh, seven, Jameis Winston. Six, Carr. Um, five, Big Ben. Four, Matt Ryan. Three, Breeze. Two, Rogers. One, Tom Brady. And that was with. That's with the understanding that Luck wouldn't be. Starting. Yeah, that's okay. I'm having it because Luck's going to be out six weeks. That's why I don't have Luck in my top so ten. So if Luck does play, oh, then, healthy word. then I'm putting him probably right before Carr. I'd probably put him at uh, six. Okay. That's a fair list. Yeah. So, okay. so far, two, both people have Jameis Winston in their top ten. A little surprising to me. but yeah. My turn, and I, I don't have him see. in my list. I don't have him <laughs> in my list either. Um, did any of you say Cam Newton? Nope. Nope. No. Okay. Scam Newton. I have in mind. Where? Number eight. But uh, for, let's do it from the top to the bottom. I got 10. I got Eli. I got Eli at 10. I got nine, Derek Carr. Mm. Eight, Cam Newton. Seven, Drew Brees. Ooh. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> low. Wow. Uh, I think I think it's about – their team does not look good, but I think maybe he okay. can carry them, have another magical He's season. He's getting up there, so. Yeah. Uh, Seems slip a little. Drew Brees is seven. Andrew Luck, six. I didn't count the uh, injury or whatever. But, Me uh, Five, I have Russell Wilson. Ooh, okay. And then I got the big four, Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. So Matt Ryan is three. Three? Yep. No, no, no. Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan's my number two. Oh, he was oh, ahead wow. of Rodgers yeah. there. Oh, wow. Yeah. We could talk about that a little. I thought it would be you now in the salt around, Brady Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rogers, Brady. Brady, yeah. I think both those teams are going to make the playoffs. <clears throat> um, Aaron Rodgers is a beast, but, I mean, Matt Ryan and the Falcons, they have to be pissed about that lead. They yeah, yeah. Terrible, you Definitely. know, man? Definitely. Oh, my God. That fucking sucks. Was it 3-28 to 28 they blew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just stopped playing football. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. At the half, I was like, there's no way the Patriots, the Patriots can get back from this. And they did. But, um, yeah, I so think he's going he's gonna to come back. 
right, I will give mine, and I'll also give my first three out. Um, I do love this guy. He's not even in my first three out, but I just want to say, kind of surprised to not hear one person say Marcus Mariota's name, just because I love his potential. But uh, my first three out, number 13 is Winston. Uh, I think he's going to have a great year. I think after this year he'll be in my top 10, but I want to see more. I want to see him do well this year. 12 is Stafford. I feel like he's a stat filler, but when he has to win a big game, his record is like 5-32 and and against teams with winning records. I mean, if I'm trying to win a playoff game, he hasn't proved that he really can do that for me. So, yep. Um, with that said, my number 11 is kind of the opposite of what I just said. Eli Manning just misses the cut. It was close for me. Eli was going to be 10 or 11 for me. I just have him out only because of his uh, turnovers. I feel like as good as he does when he gets in the playoffs, he also is a little bit of a hindrance in getting wins. That's why the, the years that the Giants haven't made the playoffs, a lot of it was on bad route running and stuff like that, but a lot was bad thrown balls by Eli. So that's the only reason why he doesn't make the cut. Uh, my number 10 is Cam Newton. Not a big fan of him, but this guy makes plays when the arm isn't there. He can run. He gets like eight rushing touchdowns a year. I mean, he was throwing people like Ted Ginn for years, and now he has weapons around him. McCaffrey out of the backfield, Curtis Samuel. Uh, he now is a wide receiver that weighs 385 pounds in Kelvin Benjamin. So, <laughs> Did you hear that Ron Rivera said that he doesn't want Cam running at all this year? I heard that, but he's going to. Oh, he's going to have to. Like, that's and he, even thing. if he didn't, why would Ron Rivera say that? Right. Like, what, are you an idiot? Or maybe he wants to say that so people, think. like we were saying with the running backs. Yeah, hey, you're going to thank him, but he's definitely going to have to run. So 10 is Cam. Number 9, I have Derek Carr. Love Derek Carr. I feel like I could have put him up to like number 6 range, but I have him at 9 just because I want to see how he does coming back from the injury. It was a clean break. He should be totally fine, but never know. Number eight, Philip Rivers. I'm a big Rivers guy. I've always liked Philip Rivers. I feel like his teams always break down around him. He never has receivers that stay healthy, and he still puts up numbers. I've always liked Philip Rivers. Number seven, Russell Will- Russell Wilson. I almost called him Russell Westbrook. Uh, Wilson <laughs> makes plays with his legs. <laughs> he always has like mediocre weapons. Like Doug Baldwin's very good now, but I feel like he almost made. Doug Baldwin, yeah, really like who good. else does he have? Jermaine Kirsch, right. uh, Tyler Lockett, who died. Yeah, who dies. Paul Richardson, who's always um, hurt. Yeah. Graham, like, I feel like, yeah. I don't know if Doug Baldwin is good is as good as we think he is, or if it's just Russell Wilson helping him by buying time, which he does more better than anyone in the league today. Number six is Matt Ryan. Might be a little low. Not sure. I know Sean had him too. That's low. Yeah, I think me. that's low. Got him four. <clears throat> or, yeah, had him four. I think the top five are the top five quarterbacks I would want. Five is Luck, barring his health, obviously. Four is Big Ben, huge Big Ben guy. <laughs> uh, three is Breeze, two is Rogers, and one is Brady. Three is Breeze? Yep. Three is Breeze, have, two Rogers, one Brady. We have the same top three. So the only reason I yeah. didn't really go into details about those picks is because I feel like you don't really have to. Yeah. I can't wait to see Tom Brady, though, with Cooks this year. I know. Oof. And Dwayne Allen. Like, they just yeah. loaded up. They didn't lose anything. Like, they, they lost Bennett, but, like, Right. They're fine. Yeah, they're... If Gronk stays healthy. And that's another running. thing. Aaron Rodgers, I want to see how he is with Bennett. Mm. That is a big addition. Yep. They got You guys now have Jared Cook. The Raiders Yeah, we got Cook, Jared so Cook. We just did a yeah, yeah. nice little quarterback. I mean, yeah. uh, tight end swap. Yep. So, Chris, what do you got? Well, did you... If you paid any attention and could have, like, tried to, like... No, I, I, think, I, I, I think I got it. Uh, with your guys' list, I think mine... Mostly, even though I don't have Winston in my top ten, I love Winston. I think he's mm-hmm. great. 
Um, just like you, I'm a big Mariota guy. You know I'm an Oregon guy, so mm-hmm. I loved watching Mariota get into the league. And Winston actually shocked me because mm-hmm. I thought when they came into the league, I thought Mariota was going to outshine Winston, but Same. it was the complete opposite. Um, I would say I'm closely to Anthony, then Cassini, Sean, and I'm sorry, John, I can never put Eli that high. Um, you're a cowboy fan. No, it's not. But that being said, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> my tenth and eleven, or my ten. I, I have two people for number ten. I have Eli, and I also have Philip Rivers. Um, I like Rivers a lot more during the season, but I like Eli a lot more in the playoffs. So. Makes sense. I'm just gonna interrupt with the Philip Rivers thing. How can you guys like a quarterback that just complains? Uh, I, I agree 100. percent Look at his team around, though. Like it's never his fault. It's never Philip Rivers' fault. When you or your running back and your wide receivers die, not, not you really can't say look at his team around him either. Because if you say that, you got you could say that for Eli too. He's got a great offense, but the offensive line you can easily pinpoint the offensive line is a big part and I think of why his big, stats I are like that. that. Yeah, Eli's, is a big Eli's had a stronger defense than Philip Rivers. Yeah, had. like the year in 2007, that defense was phenomenal. Philip Rivers still hadn't didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. It's Philip Rivers running that team. Yeah, I, I just think he's. Too much of a baby. I really do. All right. So my number nine here, I hope you're listening, Stafford. <laughs> I, I love Stafford. I think Stafford's clutch. Um, yeah, he has uh, big losses when it comes to players. But, again, I don't think that makes a quarterback. I, I'm a Tony Romo guy. Tony Romo's the same way. And uh, next I have, not counting the injury, but I have luck there. At Could eight? I, yeah. Oh, wow. Eight. That's pretty low to me, at yeah. least. Um, above him, I have Wilson. I think Wilson's the best run and gun quarterback in the league. Um, I don't like Cam Newton at all. Me neither. Uh, I hate him. <laughs> I, those rushing touchdowns you mentioned, that's because he does it from the one-yard line. I can yeah. do it too, you know? Yeah. No, um, I agree. Next, I have Carr, followed by Matt Ryan. And then my four is Big Ben, Breeze, Rodgers, and Brady. Yep. Like, those, those, those guys, to me, those are... The elite of elite quarterbacks in the yeah, league. Yeah, it's those so. four than everyone else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, that's mine. All right. Really? Cool. Let us know your thoughts, yeah. followers, listeners, at us at Twitter. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of football. We've been on this way too fucking long. Let's get into the quick topics. Just do your MLB. We are skipping basketball. Yeah, yeah, it is irrelevant. Uh, Mello Mel- <laughs> said maybe he'll go to the Cavs, but he probably doesn't want to go there. And that's it. There, it's, it's over. <laughs> that's it. We're not doing basketball. What was it the MLB trade line we're talking about? Trade yeah. deadline. All right. Big trades that happened in this last couple of days. Obviously, Yankees get Sonny Gray from the Oakland Athletics after trading three top 12 prospects. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have you, Darvish, going to the Dodgers. Making a strong push to win it all, finally. Dodgers just want to win it all. Mm-hmm. They're sick and tired of coming up close and choking on a huge dick. Yeah, because <laughs> they do. It's just, it's it, it. they want it all this year. Magic Johnson, he guaranteed the World Series, and he's definitely Fuck trying to do it. Yeah, it's the wrong sport, Magic. Magic <laughs> owns the Dodgers. I know, wrong sport. What fuck's he know? Yeah, exactly. He guarantees it, so he's going to make these moves happen. Well, he better hope it's not a Patrick Ewing guarantee. <laughs> 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 all right, so... You Darvish goes to the Dodgers. They're probably one of the best baseball teams right now. They're definitely favorites to win. I don't see anybody beating them in the World Series. Um, but more importantly, let's get into the Yankee trade. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. When I first heard this trade, I was fucking pissed. I was not happy to be a Yankee fan. 
I will not lie to you about that. I did everything. I looked into everything. The fact that we gave up our entire, like three of our top 12 prospects for a pitcher that in my eyes can't finish a fucking season is just beyond me. I mean, Sonny Gray? Sonny Gray from Sounds the Oakland. like Oak a Oak. fucking porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, listen who this guy is. Sean's don't like, fuck it. I don't like to trade. If, if it's a 1990s wrestler. Or so Sean's like, like I do like to trade. He sounds like he fucks. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a 90s diva. 12 <laughs> prospects? No, Sonny. we gave up yeah. three of our of the top 12 yeah, ranked prospects. There's three okay. players besides the pitcher. James, what's his name? James Cap- Caperlini? Caperlini? Caperlini. Yeah. Chris is yawning. Uh, but him, <laughs> he would be the only one that would play. Mateo was never going to play. Dustin Fowler is not playing. We don't have room for Clint Frazier. You think we have room for Dustin Fowler? And he's also recovering from an injury. Yeah, the pitcher just had Tommy John, mm-hmm. I mean, which could be a good thing, so he doesn't have to get it again. But yeah. still, like, they're trying to make a push for it now. They think they could win the division. They think they no, have no, a shot. No. If you do this move, if you think you're going to win the World you Series bet. within the next three years. Yes. And I think the they good are. That's the thing about Sonny Gray. He's, he's there for two years. He's locked up. Until 2020, whereas Darvish is a rental. Yeah. So. And we, we got Robertson. Uh, we got uh, Todd Frazier, Jaime Garcia. No, I, I agree with uh, – the more I the more I researched into this, the more I was like, you know what? This trade actually fucking makes sense. It does. I didn't know that the Yankees had him until the 2020. I was under the impression that he was, you know, a one-year kind of guy. But you know, Sonny Gray, he's six. He's only six, six and five with a three, four, three, four, three ERA in 16 games played. To me, that's not, you know, that's not a Kershaw. That's yeah, not. You're not going to get you know, a Kershaw though for giving up three prospects. You're going to need to you give damn up. well you could give up MLB level. You're going to have to give up your Clint Frazier. You're going to have to mm-hmm. give up that. I understand There's Clint Frazier your... and Aaron judge. That is something you would get for a Kershaw. Yeah. But those those look, pitchers don't come around. They're, they're not Jorge Mateo was probably one of the best prospects that we were going to have come up next year. He started off at shortstop. And when we signed Didi and Didi started kick, hitting it like off yeah, with so... the Yankees, you moved him to center field. Now we have El- Yankees have Ellsbury there, they're but with Ellsbury. They really are. They can't get rid of this guy. I, I was really hoping they'd be able to trade him so and move Mateo up. The Yankees just eat the whole fucking contract, cut your losses, and keep up. They just don't Frazier up. They yeah. just don't want to do it because it's a business, and you can't just waste seventy five million dollars and not get anything. You can if you're the Yankees. If you I really think they think can. About it. There's but... no salary cap in the sport. Just do it. Yeah. Why would you stun now you gotta... Frazier right now? I mean, it's only for three hundred like the last. It's only for like a couple weeks. Because he comes back up when in September when the give me a fraction of seventy five million dollars. Right. Look, uh, the big thing for me that really hurt me was Caparelli, uh, Capril Allen. I guess. Yeah, I don't even know how to say his name. It's hard to pronounce his name, but you know he was the Yankees' top pitching prospect, and it got you know it sucks that he has to get Tommy John surgery this early, in, you know, no, at this young of age. But he was, you know, that that's my whole mentality was giving up almost a dynasty for a pitcher that can't get through a season. He's six and five. You know, it's not even like he's you know thirteen yeah. and two or something like that. But where are you going to put Mateo Fowler? No, like, you weren't ever going to play them. You're trying to get Bryce Harper in like two years. Well, that's not happening. It no. might. You still, still never know. What do you have to say, I, Chris? I, I think, uh, I think I have to agree with Anthony. I think because we've talked about this before. I think the Yankees are trying to go all in on this team that they have now, and I, I feel like the trade is good in that aspect. Like, just take the two years and see what you can do with it. Because last year. This team, I mean, granted, you didn't have Judge yet, but last year the team shocked the fucking world. Now, they're they're so much better. They're playing great. No one expected them to be this good. That's it. They already passed their expectations for this season. 
which I'm very happy with. But you're not you're not beating the Dodgers. But if you if you, your team had this many wins by the All Star break, you're expecting them to go to the playoffs. If not, Girardi's heads yeah. on the chopping block. See, you get the the wild card games for the next two years, and you work the young guys. That's how I was looking at. It. But I I agree with the trade after doing all my research. Um, yeah, it just sucks that we got you know we had all the we had such a great. Uh, you were excited Farm for system. the future of the young talent. Yeah, I was. And you, I was. After seeing this season with how Judge and, and Frazier yeah. come up and, and Sanchez, I got really excited you for what the other guys, guys could do. Young guys come up and don't do what they did in the minors. But that's, that's true. It's but a, the thing I have to say is, say they did a trade like this two years ago for a number two, three pitcher, and that trade involved Frazier and Judge. Right now, you'd be kicking yourself. Yeah. John is saying if like Mateo Yeah, that's a risk you got to take. Mateo's going to be an all-star. Now he's... That's why. Yeah. That's how he's looking at it. If they don't win within the next few years, it's a fail. Anything I'm, else on that? No. Uh, that's that's yeah. it for the Yankees. Uh, Dodgers are pretty much winning Sorry. the World Series in my eyes. I think Sean wants to bring up a new. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> we started off the week with uh, idiots of the week, but we're gonna do something a little different towards the middle of the show. We're gonna be introducing the pig of the week. Oink oink oink. A Can pig you... is a is a is a good good. Good, good thing pig. to be. You yeah, can be you explain pig? what a pig is for our viewers? Would you like to explain what a pig is for our viewers? I, I think Cassini should since he's the originator <laughs> of the pig. What's a pig? pig is an animal. A pig is someone you want on your side. A pig is <laughs> someone that wants to just roll around in the mud, smack their bald head, and go to war. <laughs> so I think with that said, speaking about bald people. You got grit. I'm going to say our pig of the week. Freshly shaved before his fight. Our pig is John Jones. John Bones Jones. He was off for one year, three months, and six days. Comes out and starches Daniel Cormier with a third-round head kick KO. Oh my God. Chris, I'm sorry. The fight was great up until that. Borderline DC was even winning the fight, but oh, the okay. fact that that's the first time Cormier's ever been knocked out, ever been finished like that, and John Jones did it after almost a year and a half layoff is fucking incredible, and he is officially our pick of the week, and it will be very hard to top him. John Jones is officially the pick of the week. We'll get into the fight in a little bit after we talk about the whole card. But John Jones is definitely the pick of the week, and what we'll be doing going further, we're going to have, like, uh, the next week's pick of the week is going to be going up against They're going John into the pig pen. They're going into the pig pen. They're going into the pig pen, getting all muddy. Loser goes to the slaughterhouse. That's oh, yeah. how it goes. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to be John Jones, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, to I like... mean, I don't know. My boy, uh, LeVar Ball, might be pick of the week <laughs> yeah. every week. Yeah, no, he is, but... <laughs> That guy. You might have to oh, throw boy. a perfect game to get by John Jones. I, I don't know. <laughs> Sterling Shepard's got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you cry, you're a pig. <laughs> All right, guys. We got the UFC 214 results. All right, so. Biggest UFC card of the summer. It lived up to the hype. Oh, my God. Finally I was so lived up to the hype. fucking Amazing. happy with that card, man. So, uh, I guess I'll lead us into last week we did seven fights, so I figure. Makes we'll talk about the two undercards real quick. Like, yeah. Then. So I was dead wrong about Hen and Brow and Sterling, as were you, I believe. <laughs> yeah. We both had Hen and Brow by decision. It was total opposite. Brow is 100% done post USADA. What was he, the result of that fight again? Uh, Sterling by decision, unanimous, okay. 30 to 26. It was 29, 28, oh, 29, 29, 27, 30, 26. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the score cards were all fucked up. I actually think, I think I had. Brow winning the first round, and then there was a 10 8 in there somewhere for me. Yeah, the yeah. third. Yeah, and then, yeah. No, it wasn't even close. Definitely it Sterling wasn't. took that shit. But, um, yeah. That was. What the heck happened, man? He's just done. Uh, he was never taken down before in a fight before that fight. Sterling had him in a pretzel. <laughs> yeah. Not only did he take him down, he, he was lifted just, his leg above yeah, his freaking. He was holding head. his ankle and wrist at the same time together. Like, Sterling. 
looked incredible, honestly. That's it, unbelievable. It was the best stand-up of his career. Uh, his transitions on the ground were great for against a guy that was never taken down. Yeah, Aljamain looked good. So I'll, I'll do like uh, who I think the person should fight then. So yeah. if Jimmy Rivera doesn't get the fight against Cruz that he was calling for, I think Jimmy Rivera and Sterling would be a good matchup. Be a great matchup. Mm-hmm. I really like that fight actually. But if Jimmy Rivera does get the Cruz fight, I'd also like to see Sterling fight Lineker. Because Sterling has already lost to Sunset, who's ranked three, and Caraway, who's ranked six. So mm-hmm. he's kind of limited. He has to go up an opponent now. So I'm thinking the two options are Lineker and Rivera. Yeah, I, like I personally would like to see Rivera. I think Cruz should stay in the booth. I don't know if he really should fight anymore, honestly, I, unless it's against Mighty Mouse. Dominic Cody. Cruz in the booth is the best the business has right now. Absolutely. Next to, like, uh, I have a, a rather unusual opinion. Ta- uh, Dan Hardy is a really good analyst for those, uh, like, those European cards, mm-hmm. but uh, Dominic Cruz's analysis is insane. Rogan lets him go, like he just go. <laughs> yeah, he lets him talk he knows over everything his... that's going on in there. He's excellent. As if he's actually in the ring. Uh, I think Rogan's just happy to finally be with someone who knows the sport. Yeah. Other than Goldberg, who's just like, wow, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> what a I miss that. I, yeah, I, I do miss Goldberg. Got to start but, watching Bellator. Uh, I think that's why Rogan's calmed down because it used to be Rogan having to explain yeah. everything, and now they have both. Goldberg yelling, low head kick to the knee. Goldie on Instagram actually posted a video of him announcing John Jones as the winner. That was awesome. Actually. So um, those are that's the matchup I think. Yeah. And uh, a matchup for Henan Burrell, I will talk about in a little bit. That I think if he does continue fighting, he looks done to me. But his contract's probably not up, so he's just not going to retire. They don't do that when they're done. Right. So moving on, Ricardo Lamas is back. Is that against Jason? Not Knight, that he ever went away, but that performance was flawless. Yeah, TKO. What yeah. Four dominated. minutes and thirty-four seconds into the first. Not to take anything away from Knight, because his chin was iron, but that was a big step up in competition for Knight, as opposed to Chaz Skelly, and he's not ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. Hey, he was getting rocked, and he stood there. They were calling him the what, redneck zombie or something. Uh, yeah, hillbilly zombie. <laughs> yeah, something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think Ricardo Lamas should fight uh, Chan Sun Jung when he's healthy. Or Korean yeah, zombie, yeah. Right, right, yeah. So Lamas, Korean zombie. Or rematch cub swanson if he doesn't get the all the fight that he that aldo was calling for who llamas beat by an arm triangle choke in 2011 so i think aldo cub swanson is gonna happen i do too yeah. so i would love to see llamas and crane zombie yeah no that's a good fight um i agree with all of them uh i, I like swanson i like swanson fighting i think swanson we we both we went Duho nuts Choi, for the duo joy fight we wanted joy but by we, the end of it it didn't matter exactly we we the fans won that fight oh yeah um i think cub swanson oh, yeah, cub swanson's shocking me mm-hmm. um he, he's getting older and he's getting better and, yep. and i i really like that llamas honestly i'm not gonna lie i told you guys my pick beforehand I thought Lamas was going to lose, and he shocked the hell out of me. He, he looked great. One. He looked amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about that division. I think that's one of the best divisions in it's the exciting. UFC. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm excited to see what they do. Big uh, Korean, uh, Korean zombie guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like He's him. awesome. He's a hype beast. Yeah. Um, so. Not you, John. Korean <laughs> <laughs> zombie. John's like, yeah, I know. My like, I'm just throwing the, the name sounded really cool. I'm just, you know, I, I couldn't pick him out of a fucking, you know, if he was sitting right next to me. I don't know if I could. I know I've seen him fight plenty of times, but I don't know if I could pick him out of a lineup either. He's the Asian one. Yeah. yeah. He's the Asian <laughs> one. Yeah, if it was a, yeah, I guess. So, moving on, Cyborg. We don't have to talk long about this. Uh, Evinger is tough as nails. He I'm, is I'm a just pig. Gonna say that I call. I did call the over. Yeah, me Had too. no money on it because that's my life. But I did call the over. 
Um, and I think Cyborg's next fight should be against Holly Holm. Or if he doesn't fight Aldo or Lamas, I think Cyborg should fight Cub Swanson. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving up the Cyborg yeah, Cub Swanson no, like, fight. I'm still living on to that, too. Right? Last week, Fans I think fight. that matchmaker, Sean Shelby, hit me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you props to uh, Evander. Yeah, 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 now, like, we all... I had her dead first round. Like I first think first punch. I, yeah. I knew I knew what you said was going to be uh, true based on Cyborg's last fight. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, all these women, I guess, are going to be like preparing for the first round barrage. Right. Cyborg always comes out like a nut. That's and, why uh, I, I think the over is going to be cool. Well, good that's to why if she does fight Holly, Holly keeps her distance, so she could withstand that early flurry by just keeping her distance and snapping leg kicks. Yep. She, if someone's going to upset her, it would be a home. And oh, she no, she I, totally got robbed from that last fight. Holly, no, Holly knocked out Fetch Correa with that nasty yeah. head kicker last fight. Oh, the one the before fight. that. I'm Jermaine sorry. Jermaine yeah. yeah. That was a robbery. No, I I, I would really like to see Holly home fighter. I think, like you said, I think if someone's going to beat Cyborg, it's going to be Holly. And I think Holly's going to take a step back from mixed martial arts. She's going to go back to her kickboxing or mm-hmm. boxing days. Mm-hmm. And you know Cyborg's not going to take you down. She's going to come at you. And I think that, I think people count out. Holly has the advantage here. Cyborg has the power. We all know that. Right. There's no doubting that. But Holly Holmes is a smarter fighter. Cyborg's a bull. She's going to come at you. And Holly he, Holmes is going to be the matador. Yeah, use her pro- uh, his use proper pronoun. Yeah, I'll take Holly in that fight for sure. Cyborg's so a man. He's his proper pronoun. What I noticed in Holly's last fight against Correa, everyone was very, very bored with it before the head kick because she was being so patient and just keeping her distance. So if she uses that against Cyborg, that's genius. Yeah, but the longer the fight goes, the better it is for home. Yeah, no, 100%. Carrera, look at Carrera. Carrera was like a mini cyborg when she first started out, up until she got knocked out by Rousey, which no one saw coming. Not that quick. Um, Like, that, she was, she fights the same way. She just charges forward. She uses her size. Pressure. And, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Holly's smart. Holly's going, I, I think it's going to be, that's a fight I won't bet on. I think. Uh, no, that's a Holly, fight where if Cyborg's like minus 800, oh, you, you definitely bet well, home no, at like 100%, plus 450 or something. 100%. Just because you have to. If, it, if it's close, I'm not betting on that because no, I can go no. – if, if that fight goes the distance, Holly's going to win. If Vegas thinks how we think, which I'm hoping they don't, then we're not going to bet it because yeah. it would be too close. So but you, if Vegas they think, can't like, be oh, listening Cyborg, to this. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, that's how our Cyborg talk. So everyone agrees, like, Holly Holm has to be the next fight. Yeah, yeah totally. Maybe she could do what she did to Ronda and just ruin her career. That would be sick. Imagine, <laughs> imagine being the girl that knocked out Ronda and beat Cyborg. Cyborg. That's yeah. crazy. That would be crazy. Legend. Yeah. Hall of Fame, oh, for sure. 100%. She didn't even look like godly cyborg in that last fight. Tanya just no. looked like crap. Yeah. She's just like that girl looked, looked like, like she looked they pick her out of the crowd. They're like, hey, you want to come fight? <laughs> like, because we know like <laughs> home striking is accurate. Yeah, like the like because cyborg does leave herself open for damage when she's throwing all absolutely. She's throwing yeah. the haymakers. She moves forward, has insane stamina. And That's Holly it. was patient like a machita her last fight, just waiting for a mistake and when. Ray made it. She got killed. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I think Cyborg's in for a rude awakening. I don't. I she's so never too. fought anyone who hasn't been afraid to just stand there. And I think Holly would be the first one. Holly proved I mean, with her Ronda fight that the moment isn't too big for her. Yeah. No. Evander. She stood there with her. She looked like a punching bag for three she rounds. Was. But. But still, she was standing there, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where you said Cyborg doesn't look like a beast because maybe she was like, why isn't this girl dropping? Like yeah. I'm hitting her with everything. Yeah. Holly, it's not that Holly's going to get hit as much as her, but Holly's going to stand there for longer, I think, because she's going to be avoiding most of her stuff. So I agree. Um, I do agree. Um, moving on, next? the next fight was Lawler and Cerrone, Hell who yeah. are both 
bald fucking animals. Yeah. Those are pigs right too there. Bald. In case you still don't understand what a pig is. <laughs> those two wild hogs swinging on each other and neither going down. I called that you Lawler did. would come out in the first round. Going nuts. Like a crazy like barrage a and that's exactly what happened. Um, I actually read today that Cerrone wants to fight already again. He should. He's, 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 he's medically yeah. suspended for his eyes. No, but apparently he like it's all good. He's like, my eye's fine. I want to fight on like the next card. It's like, you're nuts. What I is, love you, but you're nuts. Is he like bad with money or something? Yeah. yeah. Like, he oh, flies through it. You, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he, he, a while ago, that was, he came out and said like, the reason why I'm messing with fights is because I blew my money. He talks about, he's just enjoying life. Oh, he, he goes on like excursions. He's, he's yeah, like he's, nuts. He's a nut job. He, he has, has his, his paycheck and just goes. Yeah. He has a boat that he's always on. He's always getting into fights. Like he got sued by a guy, lost a ton of money because he head kicked and knocked out some guy <laughs> <laughs> the man likes to party that's oh yeah maybe he should hire like a financial advisor with his next like fight when he like, really should he needs the rock like i mean he needs to be on ball i don't know i don't know what the i don't know what the 401k is for ufc fighters but i doubt it's um, it's probably not very good with their probably player, not, not with their fighter like union week what we what we all said though was uh a big weak point that Cerrone had was his uh, stomach. The and body it shots. held up. And he took the nastiest kick. and kicks and everything. Oh, God. The clinch work in that, fir- that first round for like 40 minutes straight, they were just going off mm-hmm. on each other. Knees and elbows and uppercuts, yeah. everything. Yep. But the one thing I'm impressed about, Robbie Lawler's chin and his head are 100%. Hell yeah. Because Cerrone hit him with a lot of nice combos. Cerrone almost won that fight. I had it 1-1 going to the third, which I think most people did. Yeah. Yep. And halfway through the third, I had no idea who was winning until Lawler did what Lawler does, like the last minute of the fights when he throws his crazy combos, mm-hmm. lands a couple things, and sways the judges. I still do think that they had it right. I know Sean I had Cerrone. Um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I think it was a really close fight. We all it agree was. on that. It was super close. I'm not unhappy that Lawler won. I, I actually think it's a better thing because he's asking for a title shot. And I think he should get it because – I know you want to go off on Woodley. If you want to speaking about that Woodley title <laughs> shot, you can go off. Wait, on that. Did you I'll forget, for, did you for the forget about the Vulcan fight? Uh, I did, boy. but I was actually saving that for Jones DC because I want to talk about that kind of combined. Yeah. Okay, I completely forgot about that. Oh my god! No, no. I, was right, I was just making sure because I was looking through all the. No, Vulcan's Vulcan my boy now. He's, he's probably my favorite fighter. I'm not gonna lie. He's Vulcan. Pride. Yeah. Yo, who it's called? That. It's 100 percent that man. <laughs> Give me some credit here. Who called the first round? Sean King was the only Vulcan. Round one. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he didn't think Turkish people were pussies. John knew. No, John knew. John knows. <laughs> That's never going to be a hashtag, by the way. <laughs> Johnny joints knows. Um, yeah. Are we talking about the Vulcan fight now? No, no. Okay. We will, though. Uh, Lawler's back should fight Woodley, I think. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else think Woodley should fight anyone other than Robbie? He didn't. He never did get his rematch. No, I would. I would. He love did to look see, excellent. I would love to see Lawler get the shot. I would love to see Lawler be champ again. I think Lawler was a great champ. He gave us some great fights with the Warrior McDonald. Mm-hmm. Um, and Condit. The, Condit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, but I just, I just want it. I want to see what can happen if it goes a little bit longer. So I want to see. Are you uh, just being biased because you kind of look like Robbie Lawler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, something we have to take into account is Woodley's not cleared to fight for another six months. Yeah, his shoulder's fucked up, but I think that's fine for Robbie. That's actually a perfect situation for Robbie because just give his head more time. Maybe, yeah. Because he was um, in a war. Yeah. It depends on what they want to do. Uh, if they want to make fights, you know, they like to make good fights. I think Woodley versus uh, – not Woodley. Uh, Lawler versus Masvidal would be a good uh, – like that would be, but I th- like I've heard, dedicate the number one contender shot. I agree with that. I have heard a lot of stuff though. I don't know how true it is and if it'll come to fruition. But I have seen a lot of Masvidal and Wonder Boy stuff. Oh, so yeah, I love yeah, Wonder yeah, Boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that fight, too. That would be amazing too. I would like too. to see. 
I would like to see. What are you saying? I'm a big Wonder Boy guy. It's my oh, dude. Yeah. I love Wonder Boy. <laughs> what are you saying? I would like to see. But, like, the thing is, the fights that I want to see, I would love to see Lawler, Maya. I would love to see Lawler, Wonder Boy. But the, the upsetting thing about that is if Maya wins, then what are you going to do with him? If Wonder Boy wins, what are you going to do with him? You're not right. going to throw those guys you right back. You can't have the third fight again. Exactly. So, um, I mean, those are great matchups. I think Wonder Boy and. Masvidal. No, I well oh. no no Wonder Boy and Waller. I would love to see just the way, see what Wonder Boy if he can pick apart. I want to see what Waller. style wins. Yeah, if he exactly. picks him apart, or if Waller just flies through that stance and just fucking bum rushes him and gets through without getting exactly. caught. Exactly. I'd like to see Waller fight Woodley, and I think Cerrone a good matchup for him. Good striker would be Ponzinibbio, Santiago oh. Ponzinibbio, who just beat Gunnar Nelson. Okay, I think yeah, that would yeah, be a good totally. thing to try. Cerrone always wants to take fights. Pons, Pons is a striker. Just starts Gunnar Nelson in round one. And I think that... I, I still want that rematch. I think uh, Gunnar Nelson got frauded. He did. He got... I poked four just times. Just like Travis Brown oh and Patreon. Uh, I think he got frauded. I would love to... I would just rather see that rematch. Give uh, give Gunnar Nelson another shot at him and see what happens. Because I think Gunnar Nelson's great. And I, I just... Yes. I just think that fight... Shouldn't have ended the way it ended. I didn't see that those pokes live. I had oh, to, no, I had to you didn't. check out the they were gifs so or whatever, like, and it's insane. Because the yeah. second he would poke him, he'd throw the, the, a punch right away. Yep. It was kind of like he'd like reach out with his left hand and throw a punch with his right at the same yep. exact time. So it was kind of like he masked it well, I guess. Yeah, you could everybody's say. really pissed about that. But the thing is, with Cerrone, looking at the rankings, he's seven. Pons is nine. Here are the people ahead of him: Woodley, he's not going to fight him. Wonder Boy, I doubt he's going to fight him. Lawler just fought him. Maya. You no. could do that. No, you could do that. You could do Cerrone and Maya. I think that would be an awful fight. Oh, we got uh, we we enough with the matchups. All right, so, all right, I think that should be the matchup. Anyway, uh, moving on, Maya Woodley. Maya's what we thought he was. Zero stand-up. Didn't oh. even try to stand-up. Just shot at his legs a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Woodley, everyone's mad, fought smart, <laughs> but zero percent killer instinct. Well, let me ask you guys this, both of you. Like, how do you guys feel about Woodley coming out saying that he wants a public apology from Dana White because of what Dana said to him. I actually was going to bring this up because I have no idea anything about this, and I want to know what the I've, fuck this is. I feel well, like Dana White did disrespect. What do you want the guy mm-hmm, to do? You're absolutely. like discrediting mm-hmm. martial arts as a thing just because mm-hmm. you want it to be exciting? Like, he did what he had to do. Like, it's not Woodley's fault that yeah, the like, other guy shot on him 21 times and showed zero striking ability. Well, Woodley also what said, said that do? he said that he pulled his shoulder in round one. Yeah. So even that, that's going to make it harder. I think Dana White's in the wrong where that's your champion. You have to stand by your organization. Right. You have to stand by – you have to support your guy. Do I think Woodley's the most exciting fighter? And this is coming from a GSP fan and a Daniel Cormier fan. Do mm-hmm. I think he's an exciting fighter? No, I don't. I respect the hell out of him, right. and I would never say that in front of thousands of people that I don't. Same right. here. Especially if I was paying the guy and this guy was making me money. No. That's where that stem – that's where that flacked off of from, uh, I think, Hawani or some – one of the presser guys asked Dana White if uh, – GSP and Woodley's gonna happen, and Dana White started giving these snarky remarks, like, which I disagree with 100. He's like, "Did you just watch that fight?" Yeah, like, yeah, which I 100 disagree with. But uh, yeah, don't don't downplay your champion. You're 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 a promoter. Promote the fighters. But um, exactly, and that's what Woodley said. Yeah. And here's a stat though: before that fight, Maya took down 12 opponents in a row. Woodley stuffed 21 takedowns. Oh, uh, it's you amazing. Should be applauding. It's that. amazing. But that's crazy. Fight fans, I I, I was drunk for that fight. <laughs> <laughs> most fight fans like to drink 
This I don't guy, drink. This guy, <laughs> as he's on his his sixth Henry's hard soda. I don't remember the fight too much. I'm not gonna lie. It was boring as fuck. It was boring. I, I respect the statistics and the 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 results of his hard work and mm-hmm. amazing strategy. He's a great analyst. He's a he's a really good you know he's he's a great fighter. I strive to be someone like that. I'm not gonna lie. But he's calling out MMA fans saying they don't respect MMA because they don't like that fight. Get the fuck out of here, man. Totally agree. That's insane. Yeah. Like that shit's just boring. Nobody wants to watch that. If you want to earn the 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 fighters' respects or the fans' respect, you have to knock somebody the fuck out. Knock them down, and offense. you stood there and told him to get back up. I want to see him knock him down and go. You know what? Fuck it. Dive down there. I mean, and just bash. But him. do you blame him though? No, yeah, how no, 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 no. But not. if he wants the but, GSP fight and he wants his name to like. He just had a, the worst fight ever against, against Wonderboy. Yeah, that was so terrible. you have to get that. Like, see that fight. People's minds. That fight you can't defend. This no. fight, I give him. I I have to defend him a little bit. Like, yeah, you defended twenty one takedowns. Yeah, yeah like, it's insane. But like, no, and no. it takes two to fight. Mm-hmm. It's not just absolutely. Him. Damian Maya is just as much as fault. I agree yeah, and that. he's not getting any of the pressure, I guess, because he's not the champion. He lost. So. But <laughs> Damian Maya is at fault. For there was not wanting to fight. Never there, seen that before. There was one other fight actually <laughs> where someone stuffed more takedowns. 0 for 27. What was that? Ooh, we don't have enough time for me to think of this. So just he, his head kind of looks like yours. BJ Penn, Diego Sanchez. Oh, oh wow. wow. I remember. I watched that fight in Dallas, actually. 0 for 27, remember I think it was. cut that he had on Diego's face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't you wow. say that Maya did show offense, though, with his 21 attempts to take down He's Woodley? He's playing into the game of his own game, but and he, then Woodley has to defend that. There's no way he can He showed that in that. 25 minutes. He, he hasn't even cared to work on his stand-up because he tried it years ago. He got tagged. And then he just has avoided it ever since. Mm-hmm. And that was a fight knowing that Woodley's takedown percent is 95%. It's going to be really hard to take down this guy. Why don't you work in your camp on your striking and try to surprise him? Set up a takedown. Well, he was diving from a million miles away. Yeah, that's sure. the thing I couldn't up. understand. You jab takedown. Like, do something. Anything. Set it up. High low, he wasn't doing that. That's how Woodley fights. Jump just, at his legs just like from yeah, like yeah. five feet away. Woodley fights with his back against the cage. It's like going into a, a dark cave and trying to grab the belt and that's scary i feel like he fights low too like oh yeah he has a very good center of gravity one thing i wanted to say and this is the last thing i'm going to say about this uh yeah the way he uh calls out the mma fans saying they don't respect mma because of that fight that's like saying nfl fans or football fans don't respect football because they don't like like a like a a defensive game like that's like it's steelers just the the Steelers just the Ravens, and it's like 9-3 going into the two-minute warning. Or what was that? Uh, that what was that Thursday night or Monday night game? It was like Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, or something. Cardinals, 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 yeah. yeah, it was like a, a tie game. It was the most boring game ever. Like <laughs> Thursday night games always suck. That's not always true. There's <laughs> that thing is like, I guess you you blame the entire team for that. But if it's in fighting, there's only one person to take blame, and that's Tyler Woodley. I agree. All right, so we'll talk about the championship. <laughs> John Jones is officially back, but I will yeah. say this: How's it feel, Chris? I'm upset. Uh, do I take it away from John Jones? No. I, I You're a DC fan, correct? I'm a huge DC fan. I love John Jones. I like DC a hell of a lot more, mm-hmm. but uh, I won't take it away from John Jones. John Jones came out. He did what he said he was going to do, and he won. He won that fight. Cormier put up a hell of a fight. Cormier fought John Jones better than anyone did since Gustafson. Mm-hmm. And uh, he caught DC. What, what can I say? Um, it's crazy to say that. Yeah. Uh, other, other than that, I I, I want to see where DC goes from here, honestly, because like I, I told you guys, I think DC was he's done. Who else is there for him to fight? There's no one. 
I'm going to touch on that in one sec. Just going back to you saying Jones said he was going to do this. He said he was going to do this in 2014. Yep. We posted yeah, the video of yeah. yeah. And Cormier said, like, I know what weakness you're talking about, the head kick. And yeah, he's like, I'm going to catch you. He, he said, like, work on it. And he got him with it. It was crazy. But again, going with what we were saying about Damian Maia's camp, you have Cormier saying this. Mm-hmm. How are you not going to work on that? Dude, it's crazy. You no way Jones uses that. his DC, leg so much. Yeah. DC said to John Jones, you're not going to kick me with your left leg in the head. And that's exactly what he yeah, did. It's but like, as his, <laughs> you were his coach. Wouldn't you be working on that? Like, Absolutely. Like keep your you hand should up. Be. Like, make sure you stay away from that left high kick. Like, I lost something. the movement before leading into the head kick like 10 times. I can't see what, what made DC like, Lower jerk and, like, to the yeah, right. Like, yeah, that. I don't That's get it. his bad habit that he mm-hmm. wanted to work on. He just but didn't fix it. This, honestly, this is, might sound out of nowhere, but you always hear that it's old, It's hard to teach someone who's older something. Old dog new tricks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think this has into that play where Cormier, as a fighter, he's old as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might be the play where maybe they did try to teach him. He just can't learn it. So, that could be. You gotta see it. Like, Sometimes you just have bad habits. You can't kick. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just going to do it forever. Now, Chris was saying, like, I'll take nothing away from Jones, blah, blah, blah. I'll take nothing away from DC. I'm not a DC guy. He impressed the fuck out of me. Me too. Just while we're here, do you finally give my man his respect? Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, not many guys win rounds against John Jones. He clearly won round two. Round one was close. I think Jones had it. I think that round was like more like 55-45 Jones. Close round. I definitely think he won round one. DC absolutely won, won round two. <laughs> round three was very close before the knockout. And as if the fight went four or five, I think DC, not Jones, would have started to pull away. John, how did you not take a video of me and Cassini bugging out when fucking Jones knocked him out, man? I thought I tried. I tried to get it. I really did try. I got enough of it on Instagram, uh, foul play podcast Instagram story. If you guys followed, I got enough of it towards the end where you saw the knockout kick in the replay, but you also saw your reaction of basically just slapping each other in the face. He's back! I think I was yelling, "He's back!" I wish I got Chris's face though on on camera (laughs) because Chris looked like you know someone stole his toy when he was five years old. Right away and went straight to the fridge. Yeah, it probably didn't. Had to drink my sorrow away. (laughs) It probably didn't help that all our friends were bogging out, loving that John Jones. Yeah, well, Chris did shake my hand though after the fight. Here's what I'm gonna say about it. DC, I love him. Second best light heavyweight of all time. I agree. Mm-hmm. But to say he's second best behind John Jones, that's still huge. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Like, And there's a big gap between one, two, and three. This goes into like how DC was so emotional in the ring, or yeah. the octagon. I always see that. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> he was crying, man. And Jones said, I can't wait to make DC cry, which is and he the whole twice. scenario. He so I mean, you got to feel so defeated. He's been training for this for yeah. years. Yeah. Also, and he yes, just realized it wasn't going to happen. What I wanted to say real concussed. quick. He probably doesn't even remember crying. No. Oh, for sure. You know what pissed me off actually about that? Joe Rogan came out and made a statement saying how he's friends with DC and he hated that he interviewed him and he shouldn't have interviewed him. Why when we you? watched the interview, he says to him, you know I don't like interviewing fighters. Right. After the- yeah. Why the fuck are you doing he's it? He's probably getting pressured by Dana. Why are you going yeah, after a bold? No, no, he said this was 100% my no, fault. No one said, else's. Yeah, he, he 
took all the blame. He was like, I did it. DC wanted to leave the octagon. I mean, yeah. but they, the thing is, I don't him. think they should but because they he, he you was... have to keep him my medical No, did you people. did you watch that whole? Did you watch? They have a yeah. video that came out the, of like, DC. It was over the head, yeah. and it was DC after the fight. That's what I'm talking DC's about. DC's walking around trying to fight people. Like yeah. he yeah. looks no, he, like he had no idea what was going on. Dana was freaking the fuck out. A big tomato was telling him to sit down. Yeah, no, you can't let him go. He'd fall. No idea. He looks like he's a severe. I don't think they were trying to keep him inside the octagon for an interview. I think they were like, you need to stay in here for yeah. your health. I think he just didn't know where he was at that point, honestly. Speaking about DC and what's next, because I'll just go into that. Uh, we didn't talk about the Volkan Manawa fight. I think DC Manawa should fight because they do have beef. They I were agree. talking Manawa and him were talking shit. If Jones never came back, two of them just fell. The just have them, just, you don't want to exactly. ruin like Volkan. Volkan, exactly. That's like too he's, big of a step. He's mm-hmm. got not DC. So much don't hype behind him growth. now, exactly. Because a DC win against Volkan does nothing. Because you're not going to have Jones DC yet again. Number three, depending, if ever. depending on what Jones has ahead of him, if he fights Gus or if he's like a bullshit, we have some time off, have Gus fight Volkan. Fight Brock, That's the thing. Does Jones fight Brock? Or does Jones fight Gus? I personally want to see him make his money, fight Brock, and have Volkan fight Gus. And the winner of that fights Jones after he fights Brock and gets paid. I don't know if Brock's going to happen. Like I, that's too much time, right? It's it's so the way it is is Usada Brock Lesnar retired. Brock Lesnar retired with six months left in his suspension. So when you do that, your Usada suspension is paused. So Brock can wake up tomorrow and be like. Oh, I'm unretired. And his suspension will keep going. But he's been doing the WWE. We don't know if Brock Lesnar's clean on yeah. USADA's ruling. He could be taking penis pills like John Jones did, <laughs> and he could piss hot. Definitely. Uh, so There's a lot of different factors for the Brock Lesnar thing, and I think the earliest is summer of next year. So that's too far. Yeah. yeah so maybe John yeah. Jones could get one more fight in. But, but speaking off that... They love to stack the cards for fight week in July. Yes, they do. That fight could happen in July. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be so crazy. Maybe. But then again, <laughs> you're tying up another division. Maybe you do. Who are you? Maybe you do a fight. Because Volkan, honestly, Gus Volkan. If interim. he doesn't fight Gus, you know who he's going to fight? The winner of Hua and OSP, and he already fought OSP and won, but it was very controversial. So if anything, he, he took that on short notice. That. Yeah. But he would fight the winner of Hua and OSP as opposed to fighting Gus. That's a for sure. big step down for Volkan. Where's this leave Mark Hunt? <laughs> that's, a, that's a different division. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, yeah, you're going against a champ. Brock. Yeah, what? You, why does Brock get that opportunity and he doesn't if he got cheated out the last fight? Well, Brock he lost. This is a heavyweight. It's going to be a heavyweight yeah, fight. It that fight, means it nothing. For the belt. It's just for money. Oh. Yeah. We're going to cut this. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool, because I... I I just Hunt didn't. lost that fight, here's and an then it got turned into an because he was on steroids. Well, yeah, but he still lost. No, Hunt, yeah. Hunt definitely. Oh yeah, definitely. He got killed. He did, but can't can't that be using that. that. Can't be a cheater. We're cutting this whole losing to talk. a steroid monster yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Really yeah. Don't even bother. We're losing. Yeah, we're cutting yeah. this Hunt talk. So just bring up. So anyway, the real quick the the future event line on John Jones Brock Lesnar if it happens. John Jones minus three seventy favorite Brock plus three ten underdog. So Jones is. That's crazy. I think I'd throw 100 on Brock. I don't. Uh, I don't. I think you, Jones you keeps his think... distance and just kicks his kneecaps off. You know, that's definitely a high possibility, but that chance that Brock gets so a hold of him. And... I, don't, I don't know, guys. Uh, so we, saw, we saw Brock Lesnar against Mark Hunt. We saw what happened, and Mark Hunt's a lot bigger than John Jones. You're not stopping Brock Lesnar rushing you with a takedown. Yeah. You love John Jones. I want to hear your opinion because you're a John Jones guy and you're a Lesnar guy. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's going to be, I don't even know who I root for, but. Uh, 
I'm just talking about the matchup. Jones just Jones wins in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, can see I think that. so. Um, DC, um, I'm, I'm, they're both wrestlers. DC Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. DC doesn't shoot like a monster like Ross Le- Brock right. Lesnar is going to. So Jones is going to be ready for that one shot. He's going to yep. keep his distance placed far. DC, he played the inside game. He pushed in, tried mm-hmm. to get inside the short distance boxing. So I think <laughs> he Brock gets kicked in the head, kicked in the face. Elbowed in the face, it's bad. Brock Lesnar's only to be hit. Because Brock will shoot oh, kind of like how Maya did. He won't set any any of it up. He'll just exactly Bull just pretending in. the bum run. Well, <laughs> no, yeah. but, but even if he doesn't set it up, the thing with Lesnar is he's never needed to right, set it up. Right, if he blasts Jones you back into the octagon. Who's over 265. I'm sorry, they weigh in at 265. That's not yeah, he's fine at 285, 290. Pure muscle. Yeah. He's going to take you down, and you're going to get... What do you think Jones is going to fight at? 230? You know yeah. he's not bulking up that much. No, he definitely could around bulk 230. Up to, 220, I'm going to say 220 to 230-ish. I'm going to say he's going to fight like a young Junior Dos Santos, where Junior Dos Santos was like 232 weighing in back in the day. I'd say it'd be like 230, 235. Yeah, so right around that, that range. But yeah. No, he'll definitely be giving up more than 40 pounds. That's the only thing that I can't see. I can't see what's going to happen. Jones is going to beat him standing. And Jones, can he keep him, can he keep him away? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Because if he can, then he wins. I don't know what's going to happen if Lesnar just grabs him. Absolutely. Well, you don't think that 85-inch reach or, or those quick oblique kicks that he, Jones does is going to keep him keep his distance and enough you're to? Now you 285 pounds. And you're running muscle, full blast. And you're running full blast. Look at his that 85-inch reach. One overhead, you know, overhand punch. That's it. I don't. I don't one mean, punch to Lesnar, he's bleeding because regardless, not, uh, Brock doesn't if, isn't known to have a chin either. So. No, he's not. But he's taking hits from Shane Carwin. Yeah, well, he, I mean that fight. He, 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 he went down. He should have lost taken, that fight. He's taking hits. The only way I see Lesnar winning that is if like he gets him in the Frank Mir position that he had in UFC 100, where he gets him like sitting on the cage and just uses his weight and punches him in and blasts him. Even coming across, who was it? Was it Couture that he bull rushed across and tackled? <laughs> like that's a guy that that's gonna be around John Jones' weight. I would love to see it. I think it's one of those Mayweather McGregor spectacles. I, oh, I really yeah. want to yeah. see it. 100%. I love. I'd Gus. rather see that than Gus so much. <laughs> Mayweather McGregor. Oh, hell yeah! Oh yeah! I love Gus, and I want to see him and Jones too. But I just, I, I need this to happen first. I'll quickly talk about Brandon Marino. Chris, I'll let you do uh, Sergio some, some Sergio, who you know. Yep. Uh, Marino is minus one seventy. Pettis is plus one fifty. Marino is from. Uh, the Ultimate Fighter. On his season, there were 16 people. He was ranked 16. Lost to Pantoja. Then he got a UFC fight like a week notice. Huge underdog against Smolka. Guillotine choke halfway through round one. Big time upset. Hmm. Then fought Ryan Benoit. Split decision. Then fought Dustin Ortiz. Underdog again. Rear naked choke second round. He fought in October, December, April. So he fights every three months. He's very active. This is his fourth fight this year already. Uh, he's 14-3. and three. His three losses are all by decision. Ten of his 14 wins are by sub. So if he gets you down, you're done. Uh, he's been still, even after tough, he still works with Benavides and Bang Ludwig. So his stand-up has been improving a lot. He does throw a lot of leaping punches that lead to counters. He got tagged by Benoit, and that's something he should not really do against Pettis because great striker. Do they stand him. and fight or what? I think they yeah. stand no, and fight. So that's going to be a good oh, fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, this is going to be a very <laughs> good fight. Uh, Pettis is still only 23. Pettis, Pettis, I love Pettis. I knew Pettis from Taekwondo growing up. Um, I think Pettis, I think Sergio Pettis is better than Anthony Pettis. Wait. Anthony Pettis was a lightweight champion. You, you did Taekwondo with Pettis? Yeah. Get out of here, really? Yeah, with both of them. But, no shit. uh, kid that I took classes with, he actually lost, uh, bronze from 
Sergio Pettis. But uh, Pettis, I think Pettis on his feet, he strikes from all angles. He has good movement. I think he's, I think he's the better stand-up artist. Again, coming from a Taekwondo background, I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear in this fight is Pettis hasn't knocked anyone out since 2013. Which is huge. Speaking of that, he's six and two in UFC. All six wins are by decision. Yeah, but I think I think he's back because he went up a class before. Then he returned to flyweight. He lost that first fight against Ryan Benoit, mm-hmm. um, who did, you said he beat. Uh, no, um, he lost to as well. He lost. He okay. lost to Marino. His other loss, Sergio Pettis has two losses. His other ones to Bruce Leroy, which he lost by submission. Bruce Leroy, don't get me wrong, he's not the best fighter. He's not bad at all. No. I see this fight going to decision, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't, it's not in Pettis' favor. I agree 100%. If it, if it doesn't go to decision, it's because uh, Moreno subbed him. Yeah, some yeah, exactly. It, and that's Moreno. He's going to go away from the standing. He's going to say, okay, well, this guy might be better than me on standing, but I know I'm going to beat him on the ground, so I let's do that. I can see Pettis winning, even if it's early in like round one or two, winning on the feet, and then that's when Moreno like goes for a shot and hopefully... For his sake, takes him down and gets him in the guillotine or rear naked choke or something. No, a hundred percent. I think uh, that's how he wins this fight. I think this is a very exciting fight. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this matchup. I think it's a great matchup. Great matchup. So they are ranked six and seven respectively. So this is like yeah. a toss up. Yeah. So I, I, I really want to see it. And like I said, that was my pick. I'm gonna if I if I had to pick, I'm gonna take Sergio Pettis by decision. By decision. Yeah. If I had I to like pick. That. Uh, I'm going to go Moreno by split decision. Okay. Ah, so we got opposites. I got Moreno decision. Nice. <laughs> Sean Stoneface picking up the mic. Moreno decision. Got to get the last word in. Well, guys, we really appreciate appreciate you guys listening to episode two tonight. Uh, keep track. You know, Follow us on social media. Our Twitter is at Foul Play Podcast on Instagram. We got... Um, uh, at foul underscore play underscore podcast. And of course we want to thank Chris Heredia for coming out tonight to help us, you know, get on the show. You know. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, no, I just want to thank you guys for having me here. Um, I listened to the first one. I loved it. You guys knew that I told all of you and I just wish you guys the best with this. I really do. Well, Thanks we lot, appreciate man. it, thank man. You, sir. Hopefully we will have you on again in the future. So guys, keep a lookout for episode three next week. Remember, Keep listening, stay woke, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Peace! Oink, oink.